Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 7th of April. Before I begin the podcast, I'm happy to inform all our listeners that Daily Dose is now a part of Google News Briefing. That means there's a quicker way to access the podcast daily. All you have to do is ask your Google Assistant to play the news, then go to Settings, News, and click on Add News Source, and then look for Daily Dose. Once you find it, select it and adjust the order according to your preference. And voila, you're all set for a comprehensive daily news update. With 354 new COVID-19 infections reported in the last 24 hours, the total number of coronavirus cases in India today jumped to 4,421, according to the latest data released from Health Ministry. The death toll has risen to 114, while 325 patients have been cured of the virus or discharged. Maharashtra reported the highest number of cases at 891, followed by Tamil Nadu at 621 and Delhi at 523 cases. The centre is considering extending the lockdown after many state governments and experts appealed against lifting restrictions. According to an analysis by the Indian Express, of the total positive cases across 284 districts reported until Monday, 1,486 or 34.71% come from 31 districts which receive the highest number of migrants. While the numbers continue to rise, at least seven states which together have reported 1,367 coronavirus cases indicated yesterday that they would continue restrictions even after the 21-day national lockdown ends on April 14th. While Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao said he was in favour of extending the lockdown in his state, Maharashtra, Rajasthan, Uttar Pradesh, Assam, Chhattisgarh and Jharkhand indicated that they would not fully lift the restrictions after next Tuesday. Maharashtra is likely to extend the lockdown in Mumbai and Pune regions as well as in other hotspots. Uttar Pradesh officials said that following the rise in number of cases in the state linked to the Tablighi Jamaat gathering in Delhi, there is now uncertainty over lifting the lockdown in the state. Congress President Sonia Gandhi wrote to Prime Minister Narendra Modi suggesting measures to fight coronavirus pandemic. She said that the government should scrap the 20,000 crore Central Vista project, ban government advertisements to the media and put on hold all official foreign trips. The External Affairs Ministry said India will license paracetamol and hydroxychloroquine in appropriate quantities to neighbouring countries and to nations badly affected by the coronavirus. This came after the United States President Donald Trump on Monday hinted at retaliation if India failed to provide his country the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine to combat the novel coronavirus. The Centre for Monitoring Indian Economy says that unemployment rate during the last week of March, with the lockdown due to the coronavirus pandemic beginning on March 25th, rose to a whopping 23.8%. The overall unemployment rate in March was 8.7%, the highest in 43 months or since September 2016. The Indian Railways has sent that it will manufacture personal protective equipment after receiving approval from the DRDO. The railways have also manufactured a low-cost ventilator prototype called Jeevan for COVID-19 patients within a week's time. The prototype, however, remains to be tested. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal on Tuesday unveiled a 5T action plan to combat the novel coronavirus in the national capital. The first T, he said, is random testing, the second is tracing, the third T is treatment, the fourth T is teamwork and the fifth T is tracking and monitoring. 
The Delhi government is the first government in the country to conduct random testing to detect coronavirus positive cases. Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot too says the state will start rapid testing within a week and that the government has ordered 10 lakh testing kits from China. Jammu and Kashmir will also begin rapid tests soon. Atal Dalu, the financial commissioner from the Health and Medical Education Department, said there are four testing labs and around 2500 isolation beds and 1000 quarantine beds and sufficient PPE kits in Jammu and Kashmir. Gautam Buddh Nagar or Noida in Uttar Pradesh has emerged as a major hotbed in terms of the number of coronavirus cases in the past few days. This has prompted action by authorities, but the only way to prevent the further spread of COVID-19 is to identify and diagnose the infected patients. The district administration despite all its efforts has not been able to track the 167 people who had returned from abroad as they are all untraceable. In a bid to strengthen the public healthcare system in Karnataka to combat the coronavirus pandemic, the South Western Railway has begun operations in railway hospitals in the state which includes over 150 dedicated beds to treat COVID-19 patients and 20 others to treat critical cases across the state. In Bengaluru, the Divisional Railway Hospital has been converted to a dedicated COVID-19 hospital with 50 beds and 6 intensive care unit beds for those tested positive. The state has reported 151 cases so far. Rajasthan recorded 24 more cases of coronavirus on Tuesday, taking the total number of virus cases in the state to 325. The state is working on a staggered exit strategy with curbs in high risk zones. The virus has so far claimed 6 lives in the state. However, officials maintain that deaths occurred due to comorbidity. An opposition MLA in Assam, Aminul Islam, was arrested today for allegedly making controversial remarks about the condition of quarantine facilities and hospitals treating coronavirus patients in the state. An audio clip of Islam's conversation with another person was shared on social media where he allegedly said that the living conditions in Assam's coronavirus quarantine centers were worse than those at detention centers for illegal immigrants. A total of 13 FIRs were registered in the last 24 hours against those spreading fake news and hate speech in Maharashtra. Since the 21-day lockdown, a total of 113 cases have been registered for fake news, rumors and hate speech. A total of 18 people have been arrested so far. Maharashtra reported a jump in its COVID-19 cases on Tuesday as the total tally climbed to 891 in the state. Messaging service WhatsApp 2 in order to combat the spread of fake news and misinformation amid the pandemic has announced that it has decided to limit sharing of frequently forwarded messages to only one chat at a time. Talking of fake news, not just common people but a number of TV channels in India have been at the helm of spreading misinformation especially after the Nizamuddin fiasco. To know more about it, do read Ayush's piece titled TV9 Bharatwarsh broadcasts old video of fruit seller as corona criminal spreading virus. You might also want to read another piece by him titled Coronavirus and Nizamuddin. TV news returns to bigotry with a bang. In the article, he talks about how primetime debates talked about corona bombs and Muslim enemies of Modi, completely ignoring the role of the government apparatus. We have a bunch of other articles, ground reports and podcasts related to COVID-19. Do check them out on newslaundry.com. And if you like what you see, do consider subscribing to us. News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform and that is because we believe that in this age of information and misinformation news needs to be independent sans any agenda no advertisers or sponsors in the middle 
and that can only happen if there is a direct relationship between us and you. So go to the website and hit the subscribe button on the top right corner. The lowest plan begins at 300 rupees a month only. Moving on to some international updates on the novel coronavirus. Global infections stand at more than 1.34 million with deaths at 74,892. The US now has more than 368,000 cases and close to 11,000 deaths. And the UK has more than 52,000 cases and close to 5,400 deaths. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson was moved to intensive care on Monday night after his condition worsened. Donald Trump paid tribute to Johnson at his daily White House briefing, calling him a fantastic, warm, strong, smart guy who fought like hell for his country. But he said, and I quote, intensive care is big stuff, really big stuff, unquote. Italy remains the worst affected country with 16,523 deaths so far, followed by Spain where the death toll is 13,798. In Spain, the number of daily deaths has risen to 743, the first increase after four consecutive days of falling numbers. One day earlier, the death toll stood at 637. The Spanish government is expected to announce new rules aimed at addressing another issue stemming from the pandemic, a dire shortage of workers to harvest fruits and vegetables after lockdowns and border closures were ushered in around the world. The pandemic has left Spain, EU's biggest exporter of fruits and vegetables, in need of as many as 150,000 workers. French authorities have tightened their lockdown measures in the capital by banning Parisians from outdoor sports activities between 10am and 7pm local time aimed to curb the spread of the new coronavirus. The move came after many French politicians and doctors expressed dismay at the fact that the streets of Paris still have people jogging or crowding near markets despite government orders. Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has declared a month-long state of emergency in response to the coronavirus pandemic and unveiled a record stimulus package aimed at steering the world's third biggest economy through its biggest crisis since the war. China has reported no coronavirus-related deaths for the first time since it began publishing daily data on the pandemic in January. The good news came as the Chinese city of Wuhan is preparing to reopen transport out of the city tomorrow. Now for some non-coronavirus news. Former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Mehbooba Mufti, who has been in detention since the erstwhile state lost its special status in August last year, was shifted to her residence on Tuesday. However, Mufti continues to be detained under the Public Safety Act, which allows a person to be detained without a trial for three to six months. Former Chief Ministers Farooq Abdullah and Omar Abdullah, who had also been detained under the PSA, were released in March. After his release, Omar Abdullah had also demanded the release of other Kashmiri politicians, including Mufti, who are still in detention. Cardinal George Pell, former financial controller of the Vatican and the most senior Catholic in the world to have been found guilty of child abuse, has been freed from prison and had his convictions overturned following a two-year-long legal battle. A summary of the judgment by the bench of the High Court in Brisbane, Australia, said that there was a significant possibility that an innocent person had been convicted because the evidence did not establish guilt to the requisite standard of proof. In December 2018, a Melbourne jury unanimously convicted Pell on five charges. According to the complainant's evidence, sometime in December 1996, after presiding over Sunday Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral as an Archbishop of Melbourne, Pell sexually assaulted him and another 13-year-old boy in the priest's sacristy. 
Many of the witnesses were called during the trial in 2018, including former altar servers and senior choir managers. The complainant who brought the case against Pell has not commented on the decision. The father of the other choir boy, who died in 2014 of an accidental overdose, issued a statement through his lawyer. The lawyer said, and I quote, Our client is currently in shock. He is struggling to comprehend the decision by the High Court of Australia. He says he has no longer any faith in our country's criminal justice system. Unquote. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Do read Nikita and Anusuya's latest report on how the pandemic is affecting the restaurant industry. The report is titled Scary Scenario. Coronavirus is breaking the back of India's restaurant industry. Also, do not forget to watch the latest episode of TV Nuisance where Manisha talks about how TV news anchors found an excuse to tarnish all Muslims as Corona jihadis and indulge in some good old dog whistling after the news of Nizamuddin gathering broke out. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.